Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. All right, everybody, welcome back to Season 2, Episode 13 of Craft Beer Bucket List. Got my great co-host over there, Big Ray. How you doing? I am fantastic, buddy. How are you tonight? Uh, on the good side of everything today, it was a great day for me. I mean, it was really I love to hear that. Yeah. So, everything going all right there in uh, Oklahoma land? Yes, sir. You know, I've been incredibly busy lately uh, with my drone startup business. Been doing a lot of filming lately, and I absolutely love it. And what's best is when I get done filming with the daylight, I get to come home relax and uh record a beer podcast with my best friend so you can't beat that no you cannot beat that can't beat it so i'm jealous though mike jelly of what of you you've been uh posting on instagram a lot lately of all these fish you've been catching with your new boat that's right it's like man i wish i was fishing new to me new boat new to me i didn't buy a new boat but it's new to me yeah, um, still. Well, you know, it's an open invitation. Anytime you want to come fishing, you got to head on this way. I though. know, right? Yeah, well, next yeah. free weekend, I'm I'm cruising over, and uh, we're gonna it was Lake Dardanelle, right? Yeah, uh, yeah we're gonna get on it. You know, the uh, the flathead I caught this morning was probably about ten to twelve pounds. I need to get a digital scale that I can take on a boat with me, but um, it was pretty pretty good sized fish. Um, so. And, I, and then I had a variety of other fish too. So it was, it was good times, man. And, uh, absolutely, uh, come hang out. We'll go fishing. Uh, you know, you're not a morning person, so you got to get up early and go though. That's the thing. No, that's fine. I can, I can handle it. Cause I think I got up at five o'clock this morning. Yeah. So no, that's fine. We, you know, I do it on our annual fishing trip. I get up super early and we go slay the striped bass at Lake Texoma. That's right. You know, so I can do it. Yeah. I can't. I just don't like to. Yeah. Well, hey. But we're here um, to talk about beer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let's let's hear about the beers, man. I'm ready <laughs> to have the beer. So, uh, of course, we have another solid lineup. Uh, to kick it off tonight, you and I are going to share a double white by the Marble Brewery out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. My beer tonight is local to Oklahoma. Huge fan of Coop Ale Works, and I've got one of their special beers. It's called the Id. Number two, batch two. It's a Berliner style vice ale with peaches. And you've got a cool beer tonight. I believe it's a collaboration of Sierra Nevada. And it's a triple hopped lager. So I'm excited to hear you tell us about that. Yeah, I've never had that beer. It's uh, the other. So it's a collaboration, Sierra Nevada and Bitburger. So, and we can talk a little bit more about that uh, when we get there. Um but so you're the one that picked this marble double white up. So I'm going to let you do the inaugural uh, can snap. Oh, you know, I'm ready for it. Do it. Oh, yeah. All right. You ready I for this? I hope that sounded. Yes. Let me hear it. I don't know. Mine didn't sound so cool. <laughs> it, it sounded good through my headphones. So okay. I'm sure it'll translate well uh after i get this edited and everyone's going to yeah. hear that 
and they're going to fall in love with the sound. So what do you think, man? First impression. First impression. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a – so the first impression is I thought it would be a little bit more carbonated than it is. Um, so it's a little bit uh, smoother, less carbonated, so it's a little bit smoother on that part of it. Um, man, you know, you could definitely taste the 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 breadiness. It comes on real – you know, that the, the Belgian yeast – uh, that has in there, uh, in the, the wheatness, the wheat bread, bready maltiness comes through pretty forward. Um, right. But that, you know, that orange pill spiciness kind of lingers in the background. I think it's pretty well, I mean, this spear's well-crafted. I'll say that. What about you? I mean, what are your thoughts? So I'm a huge fan of this beer. Uh, I've had several of these before the podcast. You know, this is one I found on my road trip uh, to Las Vegas um, earlier this year. And I, I found these in New Mexico. Uh, it had a hotel in Albuquerque, uh, which is fantastic because that's, you know, where Marble Brewery's out of is out of Albuquerque, right? And yeah. uh, like, I've never seen this brewery. I've never, you know, had their double white. So I'm like, I'll give it a shot. And I uh, drank one that night at the hotel. I'm like, dude, this is incredible. It's such a complex beer, amazing flavors. Uh, just like you said, I mean, it's it, it pours hazy, has <laughs> oh excuse me, uh, has a nice you know honey honey I would call it a honey color, uh, you know decent head when you pour it into a glass, uh, has some decent lacing and whatnot. But no, the the wheat bread, the, the breadiness you get with it is fantastic. There's definitely some uh, citrusy notes about this, uh, and it, it's just it's great. I love it. And it's, it's, it's got a nice sweetness about it. I mean, for me, that just adds to the complexity. You know, you get the breadiness, the spiciness, and then just a, a little bit of sweet. And it's like, dude, this is fantastic. And a nice mouthfeel. You know, the flavors are solid front to back. And it for me, it's just a really well-crafted, enjoyable beer. Yeah, it's funny because you were talking about uh, kind of poured a honey color. And that's kind of that, that mild sweetness of honey. It's kind of what I was picking up on it too. And and then you circled back around and talked about how to, it was a little bit sweet. Um, I think for me, you know, it's, it's I think it's just uh, more sweet than most of the wit beers that I've had. Um, I can't, I can't think of another wit beer that was, uh, came on that strong as far as the sweetness, but I mean, I like it. Um, I, man, it's very drinkable. I, you know, the carbonation, I think may help this beer, the, the, the moderate or reduced carbonation, whatever you want to call it may help this beer overall. I think if you kicked it up, I think it might take away from some of the subtle uh, nuances um, and how that those flavors, you know, hit different parts of your mouth and tongue and whatnot. And uh, you know, the body is just, it's in the medium. It's not light. It's not heavy. It's right in the middle. So, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying this beer. Good pickup, man. Good pickup. Thanks. So, yeah, this is a random find for me, and you know I love those. Uh, it's just it, it worked out well. So, like I said, uh, this is probably the fourth or fifth one of these I've had now, and I've loved it the, the same amount every time I've drank one. So, huge kudos, you know, to Marble Brewing for me for making a fantastic beer. 
and again, I like it because it's for me, it's kind of like a traditional whip, but it's, it is sweeter than normal. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of whip beers in general, but this is quickly become one of my favorites and, and one I'm happy to, to pick up again. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, so you know, you know, I'm, I'm glad you picked it up and we didn't know this, I guess, when you picked it up, but this is a, this is a two time, uh, award winner at the great American beer fest. Um, in 2014, it took home gold. And before that, um, 2011, 2012, it took home the bronze. Um, so, I mean, it solid beer. Um, and I think other people definitely would agree with that based on, you know, those things. No, absolutely. So easy, easy for me to put this on my craft beer bucket list. Uh, like Mike, I'm going to give this a 8.5 out of 10. So what would you give it? You know, I was thinking an 8.5 as well. Um, I think an 8.5 is pretty on par. I think if it was, if the sweetness was dialed down just a smidge, I may jump this up to a nine. Um, just cause that's for me, um, you know, for me that I like the style to be a little less sweet. That's it. Um, but I'd give an 8.5. Yeah. There, there you what, go. What kind, of, what kind of food would you put with it? You know, I'm going to circle back to a, a, a conversation at the beginning of the podcast, Mike, and I didn't really think about it until we talked about it, but I think this is a perfect, you know, beer for a outdoor fish fry. Yeah. You know, that catfish you were talking about, get some fried catfish with this and a, whatever kind of sides you like with your catfish. Uh, I'm a huge fan of making my own tartar sauce. I like to add a little lemon juice and some Worcestershire to it. Just for a little tang, and uh, I think that would go swimmingly, pun fully intended, with this beer. Yeah, I got to cover. So I mean, I make my fish good enough that you don't need dipping sauce. Oh right? snap! Yeah, uh, I mean it's kind of like a steak, right? I mean, like you know, a well well crafted steak doesn't need a one or whatever, right? No, I agree. All right, there you go. All right. Yeah, I so, do, but I just, I like tartar sauce. Well, I mean, I, I've never put tartar sauce on any of the fish that you fried that I've eaten, by the way. Yeah. So respect, respect. <laughs> um, so you know what? But but and I was I think I've actually said this before with the wit beer is I I think overall um, I think a wit beer goes great with a bunch of different stuff. I'm gonna go with uh, pulled pork tacos. Um, street street taco style with this beer you know something i could have three or four of they're smaller um you know not too heavy you know you get your your meat uh you know your salsa um you know cilantro whatever and then maybe some lettuce and that's it no cheese i don't think we put cheese on any tacos you're gonna enjoy with this beer no there you go wow i like that i like that yeah so no I, i think it's a solid beer um, it's interesting that, you know, very rarely do you and I both give a beer the same rating. Yeah, that is a rare bird. Yeah. You know, super rare. But yeah, it, it worked out here. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, you know, overall, um, I think we just confirmed what a lot of people already knew. It's that the Double White by Marble Brewing is a really good beer. I mean, really good. And, uh, you know out there in Albuquerque, they're, they're doing something right. Cause, uh, they're picking up 
good beers. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Mike, can I give a random shout out? I don't normally do this, but, um, you know, the, the New Mexico Brewers Guild, they commented on our Instagram post immediately. I, I put a, took a picture of all the beers, right, that I picked up on vacation. Yeah. And uh, they were the first to comment, like, hey, I'm glad you grabbed a New Mexico beer. So they're very responsive to us, uh, especially on Instagram. So I want to give them a shout out. So thank you uh, to you folks at the New Mexico Brewers Guild for uh, keeping up with us and what we do on social media. I appreciate you guys and all of your uh, your input and all the, the hearts and whatnot. So thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, you know what? And, and beyond that, um, they're pretty active. So I follow every Brewers Guild on that that's out there that's on Instagram and on Twitter, right? Um, so I follow on both, both services. I follow all of them that have that account and New Mexico's on it. Um, there's a few other ones and, uh, you know, we're not talking about them right now, but New Mexico is putting out content pretty consistently, um, content that's both informative and interactive. Uh, and you know, something we've talked about before, your content will tell you the stories and the background behind some of the stuff they're pushing out, whether it's a beer, a brewery. Uh, some person in the brewing industry or even an initiative or happening or whatever they're doing. You know, there's not a lot of uh, festivities going on right now, but, you know, they're always putting out engaging content. And I think that's something that maybe some other folks can go check out too. I mean, you'll enjoy it. They, they do a lot of good stuff. So uh, uh, double down on that shout out. Right on, man. I agree. So, but anyway, Mike, before we move on, I've got a very serious question for you, man. Do you think you can handle this? I can handle every serious question you got. All right, Ray, it's time to get back on it. Uh, what are you drinking over there? Oh, yeah. So this is the id beer I talked about earlier. Number two, batch two from Coop Ale Works. It's the Berliner style vice ale with peaches. Yeah. So this is a, another random find for me. I'm a huge fan of Coop Ale Works. Uh, we reviewed a couple of their beers in the past. And me, of course, being from Oklahoma, you know, got to support the local guys here in the state. Uh, Coop Ale Works, of course, is out of Oklahoma City. They do their own brewing and canning. And uh, I'm excited to try something a little different. Well, so, uh, I mean, the Berliner Vice um, is a sour wheat beer. So it's it's got, you know, it's got that sourness to it. But with peaches... I'm kind of interested to see what you say about this. Cause you know, when I think of sour peaches, I think of those peach rings you get like at the tractor supply or the farm store. Right. Right. And uh, you know, I just realized Mike, I have not been saying this correct at all. Berl I've been saying Berliner, like a noob Berliner. I know better. I've heard, Someone's going to hear that and laugh. Well, I've heard, I've been told Berliner vice is the correct way to say it, but I've also heard from a good number of people, the Berliner vice so right. um, without being from the area, you know, neither one of us are over there in uh, Deutschland. So true. You know, I'd say uh, no corrections needed until further notice. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Good looking out, man. I appreciate yeah. that. So I'm going to celebrate with this, Mike. Yeah, do it. Yes. Oh, I'm going to pop mine so I can drink it while you're talking. There you go. Ready? So you, you ready for a... this? One. Let me have it. Two. Three. Oh, yes. So much yes. 
Yeah, that was a little bit better. Yeah, so tell us about your beer, yo. Ooh. Wow. You know, this is a really good beer to follow up that double white we just had. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, you know, sometimes we, we run into beers where we don't really, I don't say we don't mix the best, you know, you don't want to have a chocolate peanut butter porter right after a double IPA. That's just rough, right? Yeah. So going from this double white to this dude, uh, I, I line these up well tonight because the, the peach notes just shines through. So just wow. Yeah. Uh, not in an overpowerful way by any means, but you really get that peach up front. The aroma is not there as much, right? Which uh, I'm kind of good with. Uh, hmm. I'm just getting right. that, that vice ale kind of, you know, what you'd totally expect from that kind of grainy, uh, maybe a little sour, you know, in the aroma, uh, kind of dry. Not that you can smell dry, but you know what I'm saying. But when you take that first drink, it's like you just get a really upfront peach flavor, and it is fantastic. Dang. Pretty good review there. Wow. Yeah. And uh, this would go really well with those peach rings you know, that you find at the gas station or your local grocer. Um, yeah. I don't think that would be my official food pairing with this beer. Now, this beer deserves more than a candy. There's nothing wrong with a candy, but this needs to have a little more, you know, substantial food pairing than just that. Because hmm. this is another fairly complex beer. So I wonder if, uh, does I, I don't know anything about the beer. Is it named after the Sigmund Freud id, where they had like the id, the ego, and the superego? And so I don't know much I'm about glad- that. I just, you know, overall, I've heard of it and whatever. Right. So, no, that's uh, so printed. I'm going to read this verbatim off the can. Okay. Right. I know there's photos online that you can find of this beer. And I sent you a picture, you know, for Instagram. When you post that later, I know you manage the account more than I do. Um, it says one of Sigmund Freud's three divisions of the mm. psyche is the id which represents the instinctual drives of the psychic apparatus. The id series reflects our brewery's needs, wants, desires, and impulses. Each release is the actualization of styles, ingredients, techniques, and flavors sparked by our present state of mind. These beers are intended to be limited, one-time releases, and tomorrow's spontaneity will be our impetus. Dude, I nailed it. Like a boss. College. So I'm reviewing a beer, you know, that's a, is a short run. Yeah. And that's fine. So if somebody happens to find these, grab it up because damn. This well, is you, fantastic, bro. Yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, they might have, um, might get enough traction on it and whatnot that they say, all right. We'll make this a uh, recurring or whatever. Right? No, absolutely. So, I mean, this is among the, some of the best fruit related beers I've ever had. Uh, because the, the peach isn't overwhelming. It's, it's there and you know it, you got, can identify it easily. My taste bros are like, Hey, Ray, Ray, 
that's peach. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, it's a vice ale. Uh, it's it's just there. Very again, another well balanced, very complex craft beer that uh, deserves some recognition. You know. Yeah. Very nice, dude. So another one easy easy for me to put on my craft beer bucket list. I'm going to give this one a, an eight point five. Also, okay. uh, this one really speaks to my taste, bros. The carbonation is uh, is on point. I would say this is another medium. Uh, carbonated beer. I'm sure there's a, a, you know, another term for that, that uh, all the Cicerones out there will be able to identify me just being a guy that enjoys all kinds of beer. I don't know it. Um, but the carbonation for me is on point. I, I really enjoy the mouthfeel of this. It just, it's another one of those beers. that just feels good to just let sit there for a minute, just kind of float around, you know? Yeah. Very good. All right, so you gave an 8.5. But I need to know what you'd eat with this beer. Yeah. So this one, it it needs something to match the complexity, right? But also can handle some peaches. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to do another fish dish. I'm thinking with this, I want some Chilean sea bass mm-hmm. with a nice mango salsa. Uh, I want some lime juice in that and some cilantro. And uh, I, I want some more of those, you know, citrusy notes to go with that. And then is the sea bass well-seasoned and, and cooked properly? You know, some nice uh, cider rice, you know, some artisan bread to go with that. Yeah. And I think that would be a fantastic meal and a, a food, you know, a food pairing to go with a well-crafted beer. I, I absolutely think that's what I want with this. All right, that'll work. I think I think you've got a solid uh solid food lineup with that, and I think uh, just let me know when you're going to do it. I'll come right over. Absolutely, man. So, Mike, without further ado, man, tell me about your beer from uh, Sierra Nevada. I want to know about this. Yeah, so um, I I I was just cruising the beer aisle and found this can. It's a little bit smaller. It's eleven point two fluid ounces instead of twelve. And so it just kind of sat there a little odd. And I was like, hmm, what is that? So this is a collaboration beer between Sierra Nevada, right? And we all know Sierra Nevada. And Bitburger Brewing, which is in Bitburg, Germany, which is on the western side of Germany, kind of over toward Belgium, Luxembourg, France area. So it's uh, even west of like Frankfurt, right? So, right on. Um, and it's an old brewery, uh, you know, it's been there since the dawn of ages or, you know, like, you know, early 1800s. Um, so it, it's, it's been around a while. Um, so it is a triple hopped lager. Um, so in something I found online, cause it doesn't, you know, there's almost no information on the can. Um, there's a cool little, uh, design, uh, that they're trying to, kind of merge the two breweries and whatnot. But what I found out online is it's actually, um, it's triple hop lager. It's got three different hop varieties in there. Cascade um, from Germany and Centennial and Chinook from the USA. And so overall, um, it creates a definitely a, a unique taste for a lager. And, you know, I think this is, if you're a lager person, it kind of maybe likes a little IPA here and there. I think this would be great. If you're an IPA hop head, 
I think you'd be a little bit disappointed in this. Um, if you're thinking it's going to come in with some of those strong bitterness and this, so some of the strong flavors, cause it doesn't, I would say for me, it's, it's darn near perfect. Um, so it's, it's got the, the, the light body, uh, maybe a medium body, light to medium body, um, of a lager, which I like. It's got the very light, uh, backbone of the maltiness, very, very light. Um, the, the lights, the, it's, you know, that malt sweetiness, um, very, very in the background, I would guess you would say, but the citrus, um, you know, notes and the hoppiness kind of come on a little bit just after you've kind of got it, you know, you start drinking it and you're like, Oh, it's not too bad. And then they come on a little bit more, but it's not, it's not overpowering not overpowering at all. It's, it's very well-crafted done really well. Um, super happy. I picked this up. So, um, based on the fact that I've don't know if I've ever had a triple hopped lager. Um, I know I've had, you know, hoppy loggers, um, here and there. I'm, this is going to go, this is going to rate pretty high for me because it's got just enough hops in it to make me enjoy it uh, a little bit more than a lager. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So overall, I'd say it's a light to medium body. It's got a dry finish. Um, this was canned. I was looking at the bottom of the can. It was canned in January of this year. So, you know, it's been sitting around in this can for almost nine months, you know, so it's, or eight, eight months, sorry, eight months, we're in right? August. So it's been sitting around for eight months. Two things. Number one, the taste is delicious from front to back. It's, it's you know, the, the body's perfect. The carbonation's on point. It's got a lot. Everything's kind of going right for it. Then the fact that it's been sitting in there for eight months and it still tastes as good means it's it's a really darn good beer for me. I'm going to give this a nine. Woo. Yeah, it's, it's done really well. And I'll be honest, Ray, I've had a lot of Sierra Nevada beers and most of the time, they're kind of a letdown for me because I'm not into all the hoppy stuff. Right. Right. But this one's really good. They, they did a good job and I don't know who influenced who, uh, when it comes to, you know, the, the recipe and whatnot, but it's, it's a really good beer and it makes me want to try to find some Bitburger beers. If I can get a hold of them, I'm going to look more into that. So yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, as far as food, um, I'm going to have to go, because it's a lager, because there's a collaboration with a German brewery, um, you know, you got to get some um, some bratwurst or some, you know, something along that line. So I'm going to say some kind of encased meat. Mm. <laughs> so we'll just say bratwurst with some, some strong stout mustard, um, something, you know, where it's got some strong flavors that kind of uh, go against, you know, this medium flavored beer. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. And I'm on board. And one thing I'm excited for this, Mike, Sierra Nevada is distributed everywhere. So I should have a, a not a problem finding this beer so I can try it myself and enjoy this. Because, you know, I like the hoppy beers. I'm an IPA guy. And yeah. uh, knowing this, you know, the triple hop lager, I'm not usually a lager fan. I want something a little more punchy. Yeah, uh, so, so I, I may really enjoy this. Yeah, but just be warned. It's, it's not as hoppy as a, an IPA. It's, it's, it's got a little bit going on, but it's definitely toned down. For me, it's the perfect oh, sure. middle middle ground, right? 
middle ground. Right, right. So that um, makes sense. Yeah, but definitely, you know, pair with some kind of, uh, you know, bratwurst or whatnot. So, Man, so I something love bratwurst so much. Something, and I just I didn't mean to bring it up, but it may. I've, I've been looking at the bottom of these cans. So, let's see here. The double white on the bottom, it says Best Buy 9, 10 of 20. Um, but I can't tell by the coating on there when it was canned. Maybe December 3rd? So, I don't know. So, something that I've noticed, and, I, and I've read a couple different things on online about it, is that the coating systems for dates and all that on the cans. And... Um, Neither one of us are dumb. However, I would say that sometimes decoding the dating system on these cans can be kind of a pain. Right, no doubt. Now, if you go online, you can certainly look up to see what the different ones and what they do. But come on, how how hard is it just to put the, like on the bottom of Sierra Nevada? uh, It says, I mean, it says 2021-17. So I'm guessing that's, you know, when you need to drink it by January 7th, 2021. Then it says January 9th or 8th, sorry, January 8th, 2020 at 10:34 is when this was canned. Make it easy. I mean, Sierra Nevada did it. You can do it. Right. So I just, you know, I like, I guess I like knowing when something was canned so that I know exactly what I'm getting into. And I, if I have to get out the Rosetta Stone to find out when your beer was canned, I'm just kidding, <laughs> you know, just kind of getting over it. So anyway, that's my rant for the day. I, I give this beer a nine um, and it makes me want to go find some more Bitburger, Bitburger beers. That's something you can say real fast, real fun. So Bitburger beers. <laughs> so anyway, man, I, you know, overall, um, some, we had a really good lineup tonight and, um, you know, I'm usually the one that's a little bit disappointed in some beer and, and I feel like the, the, you know, the person that every party has a pooper, right? So I feel right. like if there's going to be something wrong with the beer, it's going to be me pointing it out. But, you know, tonight we had the, the marble brewing double white that's Albuquerque, New Mexico beer. Um, and make sure to go check them out on the Insta- Instagram, Twitter, and all that, all the social medias. Not only Marble Brewing, but also New Mexico's Brewers Guild, like we we're talking about. But yeah, but um, we both gave that an eight point five, uh, which is a really strong score, and it's a wit beer. And then you followed up with the ID um, number two batch two from Coop L Works, which is out of Oklahoma, and you gave that an eight point five, and that's a Berliner Weiss with uh, peaches. Um, you said it was fantastic, and uh, makes me wish I had one. And then to round out the episode here, um, Sierra Nevada, their collaboration beer with Bitburger Brewing, I had their triple hopped lager, and I gave it a nine. So overall, we had a beer at 8.5, a beer at 8.5, and a beer at nine. This may be one of our higher rated episodes overall, as far as the ratings per beer. I believe it is. It's definitely up there. Yeah. I'm just super impressed that we have such an we have such awesome taste. <laughs> I think so. so. You know, and we talked we touched on this some last week, Mike. You know, there's a we we try to do as much homework as we can before we drink the beers and bring them on the show. Sometimes they're first 
you know, first tries for us. And, uh, you know, a couple of these beers, they were, they were first tries for us and they happened to be winners. But even if they don't speak to my taste bros and I'm, I'm not a fan, uh, I still encourage people to at least try it. Like just because my tongue doesn't like it doesn't mean somebody else's won't. Right. I mean, obviously it was canned and distributed to some point. Yeah. So surely there's somebody out there that likes it. Exactly. Um, exactly. So like, you know, I sent you a photo the other night, Mike. Um, I went out to a local brewery and I'm not going to say which one I went to um, because I probably had the absolute worst blood orange IPA I've ever had in my life. Um, straight garbage, right? Like I regretted spending money to try that beer. Yeah. Uh, and so because it is local, you know, I, I love to support local. Um, everyone knows I'm in the Tulsa Metro, so it's going to be one of the Tulsa breweries, right? Obviously, but dude, I was so disappointed. Like, like it was just gross. I'm so like, what was the, what was the main that. part of it that was bad? Like, what was going on? Uh, so for it was an IPA, right? So one, it wasn't hoppy really at all. Like I knew it was an IPA, but the the lacked hops. And two, the entire time I, I drank it, it tasted like just the pith of the orange, just like the peel. That's what came through for me. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's not good. No. And, uh, it's like, guys, it's like, I've had some of their other beers and they're pretty good. So it's not like they're just a terrible brewery. Uh, but just for me, that was a huge, huge miss. I probably would give it like a four out of 10. Right. It's like, yeah. well, you guys tried. Um, that's good. You made something different. You know, we've had some fantastic blood orange IPAs. You know, in season one, we did one from the Sugar Creek Brewery out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and that was just phenomenal. Uh, and so I kind of hold that as the standard for other blood orange IPAs, right? It was such a great beer, but this one, dude, was just miserable. Like, I drank it all because I paid for it, but I was sad that I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny so to me. That one, I mean, I do the same thing, right? I'm like, I, I paid for this. I got to drink it. Yeah. So, so just kind of one of those is what it is, but that's not a beer I'm going to bring on the podcast. So yeah. the swing and a miss is what it is, you know? Um, so I'll talk about it here at the end, but yeah, so it, it's like that. So again, we've had comments be like, all you do is give everybody great reviews. And it's like, well, that's true to a point, but we've also yeah. experienced a lot of misses. <laughs> it's just part it, of the deal. And so another part of this is, you know, a lot of these people are doing a lot of things experimental. Right. And, oh, and sure. I want to support that. So like when I go to a new brewery um, or, or when I go to any brewery, not a new brewery, when I go to a brewery and I try a beer and it's not good, um, most of the time it's something that they've, it's an experimental batch, a short run. I mean, it's something like that, right? Most of the time, not all the time. So, I mean, why am I going to trash that? They're just out there trying to, you know, trying to perfect a new recipe. They're trying to be innovative, all these things. And I want to support that. So I would never, you know, not going to trash it. Um, right. you know, am I honest? If somebody says, Hey, drink this, what do you think? I'm going to be honest with you, but it's sure. not, it's, it's not my game to get on, you know, and just like I'm honest here. Like when there's certain things I don't like, I'm very honest, but, uh, you know, it's not like I'm trying to trash anybody. I mean, come yeah, on. No doubt. I, I enjoy the beer world. I enjoy the people you meet in the beer world. And, you know, with the COVID-19, we can't do that as much. But, you know, I enjoy the, the going to the brewery and hanging out and getting to know people and seeing the diversity of folks. And uh, nothing matters, but uh, everybody's enjoying the same liquid beverage, um, you know. And, and it's just, it's a different world, and I love it. Uh, mo most of, you know, most of the time. So, 
Most of the time, sure. Yeah, I could go on and on. And I know we got to close out this episode. Um, Ray, I sincerely appreciate you getting the double white to me. It's a fantastic beer. Super appreciate it. Um, appreciate, uh, you know, taking the time to come on here yet again. Always enjoy our time together. I'll let you take out the social medias, man. Yes, indeed. So huge uh, bro hug to you, Mike. Is uh yeah, good time. I look forward to the, the podcast every week we record. And I appreciate all the listeners and all the feedback and comments and messages we get on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you don't already follow us, look us up, Craft Beer Bucket List, in all three spots. Uh, be sure to, to follow us and share with your friends and families. And also, I'm going to reiterate what Mike said earlier. You know, in the podcast, in the description, we always put links to the brewery social media sites and their website as well. So be sure to check them out, take a look and see what they have. Maybe they have the ability to distribute wherever you're at in the United States or even the world. I don't know, but you don't know until you find out. So thanks everybody for uh, all your support on the podcast platforms where we broadcast this show, whether it be on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, just wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, give us those five stars, share with your friends and families. And as always, please never drink and drive, but do drink local, and we will see you on the next episode. Have a great day, y'all. Adios.